Today is Wednesday, February 9th, 2022, and ladies and gentlemen, we are winning. Canadian provinces cave to the honking and lift restrictions. You can take back your country. You can win. You can change a system that you don't like. You can throw the bums out. That's the promise of this system. If you lived in communist China, you don't have a chance. You'll get sent to the camps. Not here, ladies and gentlemen, and it is wonderful to see. Justin Trudeau has doubled down on stupid, as all dictators do, and his own party is now backstabbing him or front-stabbing him right in the face. It is a beautiful thing to see, and we will cover it all on this show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and we are winning. It is such a wonderful thing. The fresh, beautiful, crisp Florida air is delicious to breathe. We're a little bit late recording our show today because I am actually in the process of moving my parents down to Florida. A little bit of uh, excitement in the Johnson household. It is so wonderful to see the contagion of freedom. My parents are moving from Illinois. Illinois is a failed state. There is no other way to say it. They have mask mandates. They have person restrictions. They have vax mandates. Chicago is a hellscape. Everything is collapsing in that state. And it isn't the state of my growing up years, because my growing up years, Illinois was a nice place to visit. Chicago, I mean, it's a big city. It was always a dangerous place to go to go see. I mean, there's, you know, bad parts of every big city, but it wasn't a hellscape. It wasn't a failed state like it is now. And if you're watching in Illinois right now, I am sorry for you. I often say to people, we always need patriots everywhere in the world, and nothing is demonstrating that more than what we are seeing today as we watch the absolute collapse of the COVID narrative, the collapse of the mandates, the destruction of this moment and this group of quote-unquote experts who had only themselves in mind over the last two years, the assumption of their own power and the expansiveness of their own authority and administrative state. The corruption has been exposed, and ladies and gentlemen, the reckoning is here. They wanted the Great Reset. What they're getting is the Great Awakening. What you see now on your screen is places where the mask mandates are lifted. Blue states across the board lifting their mandates. There are still places where mask mandates are in effect. Those places are like where segregation would be in effect if you were looking at a map in the 1950s and 60s. They are so out of lockstep. They are so out of the scientific realm of what is uh, plausible and certainly what is uh, good health policy. Indeed, ladies and gentlemen, you have a moment here where even Joe Biden's own party is turning on him and backstabbing him. And all you need do to see what's about to happen to the Democratic Party in November, nearly eight months from now, just a few months away, all you have to do is look north, directly across the border, and you can see 
what happens when a nation collapses in on itself and says enough with the dictatorship enough with you perhaps a man with daddy issues perhaps a man who has dictator in his blood a guy we refer to as Castro Jr. not having a great time up in the great white north or depending on which race Justin Trudeau decides to be today uh, we can call it maybe the great white north isn't the right way to call it Canada but that is what we will say it is collapsing the tyranny of the Canadian state is falling to pieces clip one there's been a lot of discussion lately about whether it's time for us in Saskatchewan to look at ending all of the remaining COVID measures and restrictions that we have in place. Well, I think it is time. I'm concerned that COVID being the constant topic of conversation and dictating our daily lives will have a negative long-term impact on each of us in this province. We are not Canadian uh, geographic or political experts. So we are very excited to tell you that that is Scott Moe. He announced that he is easing all of the restrictions on Tuesday. The mask mandates will end on February 28th, clip two. It's time for each of us as individuals now to make a conscious effort to treat everyone in our daily lives that we encounter equally. It's also time for the proof of vaccination mandate to end. So effective at midnight this Sunday, February the 13th, all provincial proof of vaccination requirements will end. In Saskatchewan businesses, in venues, and provincially regulated workplaces, this means that the proof of vaccination or the negative test option that we provided will no longer be a provincial requirement. Starting on Valentine's Day, February the 14th, um, this will be the case. This will leave one remaining COVID measure in place, and that is indoor masking. That measure remains in effect until the end of February. So the end of vaccine passports on Monday in Saskatchewan. Businesses and workplaces and other public venues will no longer be mandated by province to require proof of vaccination or negative tests. So here's what you're you're having in Canada. You're having now a two-tiered system. It's much like in America. And the problem with the administrative medical establishment in America is that Florida wasn't supposed to happen. There wasn't supposed to be a Florida. There wasn't supposed to be a free state. There wasn't supposed to be a big state that was saying, no, screw off. We'll remain open. We'll keep our beaches open, our hotels, our theme parks, our restaurants, and people will just live normally. And we're just going to deal with it. And by the way, we have 23 million people, which is the population of Florida and quickly growing. And everyone's going to be fine. In fact, depending on the month, we may have the lowest COVID death rate in the country. We'll certainly have the highest rate of happiness and people who care about their lives and who wish to remain happy and they'll wish to remain in Florida. And it broke the back of the narrative. You see, once you have a couple of states that say, screw this, we're going back to normal, you can't contain that. You can't keep power. It's going to slip through your fingers, and that's what's happening inside of Canada. It's a wonderful thing to see, and it's not 
just Saskatchewan. Alberta, last night, is now moving to end the vac- vaccine passport system entirely and to eliminate their restrictions. This, according to The Star in Canada, Alberta's vaccine passport program will come to an end by midnight on Tuesday, Premier Jason Kenney has announced. The passport system, dubbed uh, the Restrictions Exemption Program, straight out of George Orwell, is the first time the province's current public health restrictions will go into a phased approach laid out by Kenney in a press conference on Tuesday. Ladies and gentlemen, we pause our show today to thank our sponsor. We are broadcasting from the Birch Gold Studios here in Tampa, Florida, and we just want to thank Birch Gold for being a supporter of our show. Ronald Reagan, arguably the greatest president in American history, he saw this 40 years ago. Massive inflation that we haven't seen since until today. In his own words, inflation is as violent as a mugger as frightening as an armed robber, and as deadly as a hitman. Right now, your retirement accounts are under attack thanks to the inflationary policies of this administration. If you've not yet called Birch Gold the only people that I trust to help you diversify your 401ks and IRAs into gold, then you are missing the boat. Actually, you're treading water without a life vest. Birch Gold has your life vest. Let them help you convert your IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered gold IRA. That's what you want. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating with your Better Business Bureau, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your savings. Text Benny to the number 989898 now to get your no-cost, no-obligation info kit. This is a comprehensive 20-page guide that reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can buy them under the umbrella of a tax-sheltered account. So do it now. Text the word Benny to 989898. That's Benny, B-E-N-N-Y, to 989898. Now it's time to begin to learn to live with COVID, said Kenny. These restrictions had led to terrible divisions. We cannot remain at a heightened state of emergency forever. We have to begin to heal. Kennedy said that he will be lifting the restrictions also for children. Let's go ahead and play some of these clips of Premier Jason Kenney saying this in Alberta. Clip three, let's go. Today, the COVID Cabinet Committee has approved a number of measures that are constitute a careful and prudent plan to remove Alberta's public health restrictions and move on from a widespread pandemic response to get our lives back to normal. So also, Kenny said, and this is, of course, the most important thing, the reason why we are protesting, the reason why we are fighting is for our children, for their future. We do not want them to grow up inside of a biomedical security state where your rights have tie-in to an app that the government controls, as Robert F. Kennedy says. When you let the government control an app that controls your rights, they are no longer rights, they are privileges, and they can be flipped on, and they can be flipped off. You do not want that world. Trust me. Have you seen the people who are flipping the switches? Dr. Fauci, so short, he couldn't even reach a light switch. Probably plenty of kids in Canada taller than Dr. Fauci. Clip four, Kennedy says, lifting restrictions on children. Starts with children and youth. Step one will remove almost all restrictions affecting children 
including removing the mask mandate for all K-12 students effective this weekend. Outside of the school setting, kids 12 and under will now be exempt from the general mask mandate that will continue to apply in indoor settings for uh, approximately three weeks to come. As I have long said, kids have been subjected to a heavy and I think unfair burden throughout the pandemic. And it is given the very low threat that COVID-19 poses to the health of children. Hell yes, it's time to let the kids be kids. Why is this so difficult to say? Why is this so difficult? Why? What type of sickness is inside of the skulls of these people? Exactly what happened? Who hit them? Who hurt them? Stop hurting the children, you monsters. The first province to remove nearly all restrictions on children, including kindergarten through grade 12, mask mandate by the coming weekend will be Alberta. Good for you. Children who are 12 and under won't have to abide by the general mask mandate in Alberta. The general mandate still applies to the rest of the population and will be phased out. There'll be some capacity limits and so on. But ladies and gentlemen, here's your issue if you're the tyrant. If you're the tyrant, this is the first, the first domino to fall. If you want to raise your kids free, and everyone does, don't believe it. Every single person on this planet wants their children to be happy and free and breathe free and live free. Well, then you're going to go to Alberta. See, that's what happened. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason we're late today to the show is that I'm moving my parents down from Florida, to Florida from Illinois. They're moving from a tyranny state to a free state. That's called federalism. That's the design of this whole system, you see. Free people can go about and move and vote with their feet and their cash and the money from the taxes that would go to Quebec will now go to Alberta. And places in Alberta will see massive growth. Florida will see massive growth. Plus two today with my mother and father. And it's wonderful to see that people can just say, screw you. And guess what? In these systems, especially in representative systems, when Florida gains two or three more million people, that means less electoral votes for the blue states. That means less electoral votes for Illinois and for New York. Guess who loses? That's who loses. It takes away power. Now Florida has more of a say in who becomes president of the United States, and they have less. It's why they want to count illegal immigrants, by the way, in the census, little uh, red pill there, little black pill there, but that's precisely why. If you want to know what's ha- why things are happening on our border the way they are, it's that the blue states are bleeding people. They're bleeding population. And they're all coming to free states because nobody wants to live under tyranny. And if you have the choice, you leave. That's why America exists America has always existed as the place that you come to to get away from tyranny, whether it's in Germany or Italy or England. Every single person who stepped foot on this continent over the last 250 glorious years were escaping tyranny, were escaping the yoke and the chains of old systems and broken systems, and they come here to move. And now in Canada, 
People are going to say, hey, what the hell? I'm going to send my kids to Alberta. We're going to go move to Alberta, honey. Hey, Mary, let's go to Alberta now, eh? Grab the poutine and the hockey pucks and the goose. I don't know. Do people in Canada own geese? I'm not sure. I don't know. But it would be nice to find out as soon as you drop your vaccine mandate for travel. I'll come on up there and hang out with you Canadians. I hear you have great beer. So there are still a few limits in Alberta, but it sounds like the people of Alberta are still pissed at those limits and they're going to be all wound down. Kenny says he hopes to see Alberta reach this stage by March 1, where people will be able to have general mask-free mandate, uh, get rid of the work-from-home orders, and get rid of all capacity limits, essentially back to normal. The final stage would see remaining restrictions lifted, and Kennedy cautioned that if the healthcare system feels too much pressure from COVID, the province could pause lifting restrictions, blah, blah, blah. We are well positioned to live with the virus. That's right, because that's been the goal from the beginning. The goal was never to have unlimited emergency powers unless you are a evil dictator, which Castro Jr. is proving to be an evil dictator. And we'll get to him in one moment. What's causing these sudden changes in the provinces across Canada is pretty obvious. And we actually have a clip that demonstrates exactly why people are wanting their freedom back. Clip five, let's go. I'd like to address some of the considerations that informed our decision today. First, we are just so excited for Canada. We're so thrilled for our brethren in the North. I can't tell you what a joy it brings to me, to open my phone every single day, every single morning, and catch up on the news from Canada. We're so inspired by you. We're inspired by the movement that you have created. We're inspired by real working class people standing up. They say they're for the workers of the world uniting. They're liars. They're lazy. They live inside of their parents' basement with Cheeto dust across their chests. They've never done a day of labor in their life. They spend their days on Twitter bitching and complaining. These people are not your friends. We are the working class. We are the backbone of society. And we are standing up to tyranny. And I'm so proud of my Canadian brothers and sisters in the freedom movement. It is just a wonderful wonderful thing to see every single day. You can see on your screens right now, the gas cans. This is the best. This is the best. They banned the gas cans. We went live with a reporter from Rebel News, and she walked us through the honkening. Truckistan, she walked us through a couple days ago and showed us that the police, the Gestapo in Canada, have now confiscated gas cans, made it illegal to walk down the street with a gas can so that they can try and freeze out the truckers living in their cars with their children. What you're seeing on your screen right now is all of the kids carrying gas cans, all of the mothers and fathers and patriots carrying gas cans to the protest. Arrest us all. You can't arrest us all. So try it. Try it. Man, these, and then they set the gas cans up and they essentially encircled parliament. It was 
such an act of beauty, peaceful defiance. This is the kind of stuff that breaks the backs of dictators. This is Gandhi-style stuff. This is Gandhi-style imagery. You can see the gas cans lined up there along the street. Gandhi-style imagery where you just look like a tyrannical dictator when you come at people's ability to fuel their vehicles? In what universe? You take away people's right to gas and, want to talk about free speech, take away someone's right to honk? That's exactly what's happening right now. They've taken away the right to honk. So a judge has issued an order saying that you can't, I know this is insane, but it's true, saying you can't honk anymore in Canada. That's right. You can't honk anymore inside of a specific area in, Al in sorry, Ottawa, and you are not allowed to blare your horn. He offered an injunction. He didn't side with the tyrants. He just offered an injunction to all of the honking. So what are truckers doing instead? Our colleague at Newsmax, Greg Kelly, has the scoop on a report last night. He spoke with two truckers, a father and a son, and asked them, exactly what are you doing in order to make yourself be heard now that the fascistic powers in Canada have banned the honking? Well, they had a perfect response. Clip 14. What's up with the horns at this point, please? Well, we're not allowed to blow our horns, I think, for 10 days. They got an injunction from a, from a judge, I guess. So, so we have these. Hang on, I'll show you. We, we honk these. A whole <laughs> bunch of us got these. We do these downtown now. <laughs> so no one's blowing the horn? I mean, what would happen if you blew the horn right now? You mean like this? <laughs> <laughs> They're still honking. They're still honking. They got the squeaky toys. They have a happy spree decor. And that's why we will win. I tell you what, I'm so encouraged at this entire movie. So we will win because we're happier. We'll win because we have joy in our hearts. We'll win because we have something to fight for other than just raw, unadulterated, naked power. We have families to fight for. We have a God. We have religion. We have a culture and a society that we're proud of. Unlike our elites who are often childless, sad, barren, godless, atheistic, miserable losers. It is so sweet to hear. It is so beautiful to see clips like that. Father and son fighting together. There is so much passion. There's so much joy. And we are truly excited to announce that we are winning, right? The Canadian truckers have taken upon their backs the cause of freedom around the world. And now they are winning even in the halls of their vaulted government, where in Canada, I mean, you don't really have a conservative party, right? You have like two liberal parties, where one is far more extreme and, uh, liberal, far leftist liberal, and then the conservatives are just kind of like weak, like really weak sauce, like Mitt Romney style, like corporatists. Not anymore. This is enlivening them. It is rock ribbed. It is beautiful. And it is something that they needed to hear because the left, because they are unemployed and because they don't have jobs and because they have nothing better to do than to assume power and to push the Overton window in their direction, well, they're out in the streets every damn time they get a chance because they really have nothing to do. This is the first working class uprising in my lifetime 
The first time that the workers of the world have united in my lifetime, where is the left, by the way? Where are the communists? They're nowhere to be found. But now you can see with your own two eyes exactly how powerful the working class are in Canada and what they want. Freedom. And it's causing people to get some spines in that nation. Lawmakers are now rejecting Justin Trudeau. People from his own party are resigning. This according to the Daily Mail today. They slam him for dividing people after the prime minister smeared anti-mandate freedom convoys as swastika waivers. By the way, no one's ever found the person who's holding the swastika flag. If this person is actually an agitator or a member of the trucker convoy, find him. Unmask him. I want to see him. Show me. Who is he? That's fine. If he's a trucker, I'll condemn him with you. Probably shouldn't do that. But whatever. Like, you, you're you going to have to show me that before you can smear an entire movement off of, like, one guy? No. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. We are wise to exactly how the government works, and we are wise to how desperate and pathetic these people are for a photo op. No, ladies and gentlemen. It's not, it's not time for you to smear this entire beautiful movement, which we have done lives with them. We have seen them and spoken with them. Our entire inbox is filled with wonderful messages from people in Canada. We're trying to respond to all of them. It's amazing. We're going to go film our Newsmax show and we have Canadian reporters that are going to be coming on. It's, it, we're, we're, we're not buying it. We're not buying it. And neither is Justin Trudeau's own party. Justin Trudeau. Castro Jr. He says that these truckers are racist. Very interesting for a guy who has spent most of his adult life in blackface. Uh, it looks like he's in partial blackface here in this clip that we're playing uh, on your screen right now. So a lawmaker from Justin Trudeau's own party has resigned on Tuesday, accusing the prime minister of dividing the people of Canada, saying the federal government's pandemic response has been politicized and divisive. Let's remind you that this is the largest protest potentially in Canadian history, the largest convoy in human history, according to some reports, and Justin Trudeau hasn't even met with them, hasn't even invited them into his office to meet. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it have been interesting and wouldn't it have been positive to have seen them meeting with the prime minister? Don't you believe they deserve to be heard? Nope. They're just libeled and slandered. So the liberal MP from Quebec, Joel Leitbund, announced that the time had come for him to leave the liberal party. He has sparked outrage for branding anti-mandate protesters of the Freedom Convoy swastika waivers after a week-long demonstration that has paralyzed the capital city of Ottawa. I think I misspoke there. He is, he himself, the MP, is outraged at Justin Trudeau, saying that the protesters are swastika waivers. That's right. And if you want to protect your own ass in Canada, you had better get out of this party that Justin Trudeau is leading right now. It is not a good look to go after fathers, sons, mothers, daughters, to go after the working class of Canada. Not a good look. It is, in fact, a very bad look for Justin Trudeau these days inside of the very polite halls of the Canadian Parliament to just get roasted to his face depending on what color that face is these days. Conservative MP Candace Bergen, 
scorched Trudeau in just one of the most savage touchdowns we've ever seen. Let's play the clip. I mean, this is just a thing of beauty. Go. Mr. Speaker, and I apologize that that minister is misleading Canadians. I do get very defensive of Canadians who are outside today, patriotic, peace-loving Canadians who are called misogynists and racist by the Prime Minister. So again, I will ask the Prime Minister, who may I remind this House wore blackface on more times than he can remember, apologize to the peace-loving, patriotic Canadians who are outside right now just asking to be heard. Will he speak to them? Because of the Prime Minister's ego, pride or denial. Canadians are too tired. Canadians need hope. So will the Prime Minister follow the science, follow the evidence and the restrictions and the mandates? A Prime Minister who's worn blackface more times than we can count. I know one thing about Canadians. We interact with quite a few Canadians on a regular basis. They're polite. They're nice. They're nice people. They love Canada. They love Truckistan. They love hockey. They love beer. They love geese. And they love syrup. Canadians love putting gravy on their fries. I don't know why, but we're not going to judge them for that. So to have those kind of comments be leveled against a prime minister inside of one of the more, more polite political systems in the Western Hemisphere, well, 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 you certainly have struck a nerve. And the people in Canada are pissed. The people in Canada are upset. The people in Canada are not going to take it anymore. And the people in Canada are proving exactly who holds the power. Think about it, ladies and gentlemen. Do you think the left holds the power? The people of the left do not do anything. They do not hold jobs in industry or manufacturing. They do not hold jobs that are working class. They are not, they are not lifting heavy things and delivering them. They are not bringing you your necessary goods. They are not bringing you your fuel or your food. They aren't fixing your home when something breaks, the plumbers, I promise you, are not leftists. I assure you that the guy who fixes your car is not woke. These people. These people are absolutely helpless when the working class decides to stand up. They can shut this place down. And so it is with great joy and happiness that we have been watching in Canada, the workers of Canada uniting, and the dominoes falling. Saskatchewan, Alberta, multiple prime ministers, sorry, multiple MPs, members of parliament, torching the prime minister, even the trucks getting around their gas ban and honking ban. That's how pathetic it has become for the tyrant. Castro Jr., Justin Trudeau. And ladies and gentlemen, we haven't even got to the worst of it yet. Justin Trudeau is doubling down on tyranny. That's right. Instead of listening, instead of learning, instead of accepting his defeat, he does what all tyrants do and what his father taught him to do, which is to double down on the fascism. You can't fix these people, ladies and gentlemen. 
You just got to chuck them out of office. They're no good, as my grandfather would say. Hey, ain't no good. The cheetah can't change its spots. The zebra can't change its stripes. And Justin Trudeau should go and retire in the Cuban, in the Caribbean nation of his birth. <laughs> oh, we have a special coming out on that. Ladies and gentlemen, that we're very, very excited. If you're watching on YouTube, boy, stay tuned. All right, so what do we have here from the post-millennial? Trudeau says Canada needs mandates to avoid further restrictions. You need more restrictions to avoid further restrictions. Don't you see? Don't you see, children? You need a spanking in order to avoid more spankings. Idiot. Let's play the clip. I think one of the things uh, we all understand is just how frustrated everyone is. Um, we're all frustrated. We're all sick and tired of restrictions, of, of mandates, of having to, to make sacrifices, of not being able to do the things we love. Uh, it's been two years and it's, and it's really, really tiring for all of us. This government has been focused every step of the way on following the best science, following the best public health advice to keep as many people safe as possible. And quite frankly, it's worked. We've seen uh, the curves uh, lower in Canada than elsewhere. We've seen lower death rates. We've seen quicker economic recovery because, because Canadians stepped up, because Canadians got vaccinated. And I can understand frustrations with mandates, but mandates are the way to avoid further restrictions or having to be restricted. As people get vaccinated, as Canadians have gotten vaccinated, we've been able to get through things. And this team is going to stay focused on doing exactly that. Don't you see, ladies and gentlemen, Justin Trudeau, such a genius, so smart, so smart. Don't you see how wise, the wisdom just raining from the sky, the intelligence of the man. You know, you must go to prison to avoid going to prison, ladies and gentlemen. You see, you should just lock people up. If people are gonna go to prison anyway, you should just put them in prison now. You gotta have more restrictions in order to stop people from having restrictions. We have to have more mandates in order to stop the mandates. So if I think that you belong in jail, well, I shouldn't just wait for you to commit a crime. I should just put you in jail right now. Why not? Throw away the keys. I'm actually saving you a step by just putting you in jail right away. Why don't you just do that with the whole country? Just make it a prison camp and just lock everyone up. They're already going to jail anyway. What beautiful, what a genius idea. So smart. The intelligence just blossoming from the young man's Fantastic. Whip smart brain. What a total dick, this guy. Justin Trudeau was responding to his own party criticizing him for a clear way out of COVID restrictions, as well as the divisive rhetoric he used talking about his own countrymen. Yeah, not good. When the people who make your country work when you're slandering, libeling, and defaming them as racists, and they just want a better life for their children, not good luck. Let us also just remind you that these, this is not the party of the working class. They lie to you, to deceive you. It's a way to bring 
lower class and lower income people and try and trick them, make you think that these people have your back. They don't. These people hate you. They think you're dirty. They don't like the fact that you know how to fix a car or fix the plumbing. They are, in fact, repulsed by you and certainly repulsed by your worldview. It's been two long years, and it's really tiring on all of us. This government has been focused every step of the way on following the best science and the best public health advice to keep people safe, as safe as possible. And quite frankly, it has worked, Trudeau says. Oh, really? Why don't you show us the data? In fact, the only thing that has been flattened in Canada is not the curves. No, no. It has been the economic recovery and it has been people's freedom. The only thing going up at a positive rate has been Justin Trudeau's unconstitutional assumption of power. Liberal MP, Member of Parliament, Joel Leitabund, spoke out against his own party, calling for liberals to give a clear roadmap to get Canada out of COVID restrictions. See, there it is. They don't want to get out of COVID restrictions. They don't ever want to leave. They love COVID restrictions. When your rights become privileges, it means that you will do what you're told. Justin Trudeau, directly in the footprints of the uh, of his dictator heritage, is allowing people to see the beauty of his rulership by stating that their rights are now something that he can flip on or off like a light switch. Click, click, click. Do you want to go outside? Do you want to see your children? Do you want your children to be happy? Do you want to eat? I can control it all. So you better do what I say. These people are monsters. So the member of Justin Trudeau's own party said that he is not the only person uncomfortable with Justin Trudeau's handling of the situation. And he went as far as to say the government was using health mandates and restrictions as a wedge to stigmatize those who are not submitting to the mandates. Wow. This guy is going in hard. We need to reevaluate all the measures, said Leitabund. That's especially and essentially my whole point. I think we need to have a clear roadmap for the restrictions to be lifted. And this roadmap must take into account that we've already seen the WHO, the World Health Organization's recommendations, and that other countries are doing this. So essentially, Canadians, what's holding us back? My understanding of where we're heading and under what conditions of circumstances the measures will be lifted, Trudeau has not laid those out. No, because he won't. He won't. COVID has been too useful and COVID has been too good. Good for the getting for these tyrants. I think it would go a long way in alleviating some of the frustrations and some of the divisions in our society and some of the polarization. That is an essential point going forward. I'm not advocating for lifting all measures right now, said this member of parliament from Justin Trudeau's own party. I'm a public health expert. I am not a public health expert. I'm just saying the government needs to provide a roadmap going forward. Yep. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, that is bad news for Justin Trudeau. Good news for the rest of us. That is bad news for the fascistic dictators who want nothing but power and want to use every 
and all emergencies in order to assume that power, to crush you, to crush your life, to destroy your rights, and to assume unto themselves God-like authority to tell you what to do. These people are sick. They're monsters. The way you can tell who the monster is and who isn't is ask them this question. It's a very simple question. Do you want to control someone else's life? That's it. That, your answer to that question tells you exactly where you are on the political axis, on the political spectrum. I don't want to control someone else's life. That's the last thing I want to do. The worst thing I can imagine is full control over some other human being. I think that's wrong. I think that sounds like slavery. I think that sounds pretty sick. In fact, you'd have to be sick to want to own another human being, to want to control another human being's every single last breath. And if you look through these COVID mandates, you will realize that the hypochondriacs in the administrative state, the godless, childless, miserable lot of those people simply want to control you. They have nothing else to live for. That's all they want, long for day and night. And these sick people have always lived on the fringes of society, and that's precisely where we are going to send them back to. No more, ladies and gentlemen. The Democratic Party is crumbling. You will start to see them repeal mask mandates and orders. They don't have to repeal anything. I mean, these are like mandates. They never passed laws. You'll start to see laws roll through Republican legislatures in order to ban or bar or limit these emergency powers in the future. We're going to put a stop to this. You are seeing the panic right now in Washington. Joe Biden is now below 40% for the first time ever in the Real Clear Politics poll. It's not going to get better for them. It's going to get worse. And it's about to get a lot worse. People have seen through the lies, and we're not going to take it anymore. We're sick. We're sick and tired of it. And, by the way, we can peacefully, happily fight back. We are the happy warriors, ladies and gentlemen. We care about three things. God, family, and country. We are going to save America. We're going to save the Western world. We're going to save civilization. And we stand with our Canadian brethren who want the same thing. Trucker convoys here in America? Who knows? I hear they may be coming soon. But ladies and gentlemen, we stand here and will always stand for free people wanting to live in freedom. We were born that way, as the left wants to say. We were born free, and we intend on staying that way. God bless you. Have a great day. God bless America. God bless Canada. Honk, honk.